At long last, I uh, have finally put something new on the audio news thing, Orion, and it's a it's a this thing. It's a this thing. It is a this thing. I don't know how to do intros anymore, so this is where we are right over. now. Guys, we're listening to Morning, the first episode <laughs> no, you in can't the go there yet. Hours album. You can't go yet. We, we gotta go. Hello and welcome to AIO Audio oh. News. I'm Michael. I'm Ryan, and, and today we're, we're listening, listening to, to 28, 28 Hours, hours. <laughs> Part 1, Morning. This is episode 946, written, I assume, directed also by Kathy Buchanan. So, uh, yeah, uh, just an update, guys. Um, short story is that I have sworn off talking about Rydell because if I talk about Rydell, I go for an hour about everything. So we're not going to talk about Rydell, uh, but all I will say is that basically there's a lot baked into the cake as to why I'm not doing audio news recently. That's part of it. Just the whole aftermath and a lot of stuff that came out in December really started to be a drain on me for doing audio news. So hopefully I will get back into it soon with more content than just this, but this is huge. I haven't heard the last 11 Club episodes, but I'm coming back for this because this is huge right here. Yeah, I know nothing other than the cover art and it looks interesting. I unfortunately know one thing. And if you're listening right now, you know who you are who accidentally spoiled me on that one thing. <laughs> Just call them out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying your name. Uh, I was about to say your name, but I also forgot your name. Uh, let's, we're just going to move on from that. This is also a zero-pass recording, so in case there's anything kind of iffy about it, just let me know, and I'll, I can go back and fix it later. But since I'm still at camp, I uh, figured that um, I would not be editing this. So it'll be hard. Anyway, we have to talk predictions going into this thing because this is apparently the biggest thing to happen in since Novacom, as far as and mm. as far as episodes go. Uh, when the when the summary really? first came out, the idea of you know there were theories about maybe Jillian is actually going to be revealed to be a spy or like working for Mister Charles or something like that. And like that had been the fan theory for a really long time. I even worked it That's into a the- horrible fan theory. <laughs> Why? Because anything that works for Mr. Charles, Mr. Charles is he's he's gone. Okay. Well, not he's Mr. In- Charles then. Somebody else, the chairman? Anyone maybe? any like okay, this is just a little pet peeve of mine. <laughs> and I won't go too much into it. But when people are like, oh, "Is it the chairman?" I'm like, "Stop it." The chairman was arrested. No, they he never wasn't. said it, but it he was. No. We we are going to just assume he was captured. Why? And if he wasn't, if he wasn't, I don't care. Why not? He's, Novacom is done. Andromeda is done. It's he has not nothing. done. It was done for now. The idea at the end of Novacom is it's over for now. That's a plot thread that can be followed sometime, somewhere in the future. This might be that time, Ryan. I no. Why not? <laughs> When would because, you follow up on that thread? Me, because let me put it this way: okay. bad guy says, "Oh, this is over, but not for long." But then his entire company is taken away from him. So he all has his to, assets are frozen. Yeah, what's he gonna do? He's gonna take. Uh, when did Novacom M thirty eight? This is seventy three. He's gonna take thirty five albums to figure out a new plan. That. Sounds about <sighs> just Ryan. There have been fan. I so want a wait, new you're... villain. Okay, we had a new villain. I just said I wasn't gonna talk about him again. 
oh, we won't talk about it 28 times because if we did, then you'd be talking about it for, for 28 <laughs> hours. <laughs> no, Ryan, but the fan theories about or the ideas about the chairman coming back, those have been around since the end of Novacom. That's why I'm tired of them. <laughs> but this is it. This I, I am willing to stake, uh, like, I'm willing to not bet because I'm not a betting guy, but if I were to say what would happen in these episodes, this is connected to the chairman. Even David Hilder agrees, agrees with me. Like, he's he's been in the fan base for a long time. He's been writing editorials, reviews of episodes. He wrote an editorial on why he thinks the chairman should come back. It's a great piece. If you haven't read it, go read it. I can't leave a link to it, but it's at aioupdate.weebly.com. And he presents a pretty good case on if the chairman can come back, there's a way to make it work. And you don't have, like, you can introduce new villains, sure, but what about the chance, what about wrapping up a plot thread that's been sitting unresolved and possibly able to be continued sometime in the future? What's the problem with doing that right now? I think the problem in my mind is that Odyssey had a soft reset, almost a hard reset, at album 50. Or album 51, right? I know what you mean, yeah. And since then, I've kind of treated the 51 and past that as like its own separate universe almost. Because there's a lot in it that it's like, yeah, this is new. This doesn't quite make sense if it's like following canon Odyssey since the beginning. Um, Maybe. But also like there's there's some things that are carried over. But I kind of treat this as a you could listen to anything 51 and beyond and not need to know anything about 50 and before to get it. You could say that. That's not actually how the canon works. And like as somebody who has studied the canon, it's a little iffy on the break from the Imagination Station Revisited Part 2 to the Inspiration Station Part 1, the Truth Chronicles passages Kidsboro in between there. As far as oh, the timeline don't. goes... <laughs> You're going to bring those into it. I, I can't. If you want to go timeline, we're going to go there. But uh, I'm saying that other than that, other than that little jump, I can understand how the timeline works. And Odyssey still is one continuous story. And if, like back in 2012, 2013, when I had the official guide and I was hearing those episodes, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. It's in a different universe. It's in a, like a different realm, sort of. It's 2022. It's been... But what, 23 albums since 51? Can we move on from the new Odyssey phase? Like, I don't see album 51 as new Odyssey anymore, if you know what I mean. Well, I don't see it as new Odyssey necessarily either. I just see it as separate from older Odyssey. Interesting. Well, would you be disappointed if that's where it did go? Um... I think that would depend on how they do it. Okay. Because, like, I'll put it this way. I was kind of disappointed about Tasha in um, album 69. Yeah, we don't talk about that. that. Yeah. We don't. No, I'm not. I I didn't say any names. I know. I know. I'm just just cautioning you. Cautioning you not to. The point is, the point is, when that happened, the new, the old character coming back was disappointing because they didn't do much. And what they did do really glorified other characters more than anything else. So it was really kind of like, why are you here? Okay, what would, but what would change if this was just a completely different person? Okay, but would that ha- was that the same criticism you had for alternate for the final problem part two? I don't remember what episode that was. Alternate Rydell saga. Um, it's in um. 
oh finale when, so the that would be you which, helped me write character? it man which character that came tasha back? so with tasha coming back in that yeah um I think I didn't say anything because Tasha had already come back in the in the main timeline. You're gonna do that to me, okay? So, All so right. like I wasn't like it's something that it's not a huge deal to me. Like no, the character right. comes back and I'm like, okay, whatever, they're here. It's not like oh, this is blowing my mind. Like some Marvel film where a character shows well, up and I wasn't expecting it. I had a great um, talk with Gianna when I was writing Revelations when she found out that Revelations tied into the search for wit. That's a huge moment. For actually a lot of people who I've heard have talked about, like who I've heard uh, at, oh, having yeah. read Revelations. I like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Like mm-hmm. it, the aspect that Tasha is here in uh, Alternate Rydell because it all ties into the search for wit. I like that mm. because it's done well. Okay. And whereas, in... whereas Album 69 was not. Right. And the reason she's I'm there saying. is just because it had to be some agent. So why not be Tasha? Phil actually said that on recording. It, had to be, it was some agent. Why not make it Tasha? But here, because the offense you have to write for a character that's right. established <laughs> okay. in a way that's satisfying. Yeah, so the events of this episode are going to have to be incited by something specifically happening with the characters that lead to a meaningful interaction and possibly return of a. I don't know, but if if the chairman were to come back, the actions that happen here would have to be directly affected by the chairman leading to his return it couldn't be that it's just some bad guy so it's the chairman kind of like yes. skint in the long end but not really i, I still have to figure out my thoughts like, on the long end here's what i would want yeah. i would want to know who the chairman is and what he actually is all about because that was never established like mm-hmm. it was like okay world this, domination. this evil company this evil company wants to world dominate what got this guy to the point who hurt him <laughs> i want to know that but we didn't get that. We got like really like few sound bites from this potentially like evil, awful villain. Well, I just want and to make really... sure everything's ready. The blend is in place. Yeah, right. Like that's it's like okay, this villain is this big bad mastermind, and you, Marshall, Kathy, John, caught. you. I don't know the three of them all yeah. writing it. Anyway, continue. If he doesn't get even even get caught. Like, Charles was more of an interesting villain in my mind because he posed an actual threat and he was he had intimidating. A motiva- he had sort of a motivation. His motivation was more tied into the company's motivation, which he right, was taking but, personally. I mean, he's hired to be an intimidating yeah. hitman, basically. That's what so. he did with, what's, what's her name? Um, uh, Justine. Paula right? Jarvis? No, she was the hitman. He, oh right. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't take her out. Oh yeah, Justine, the uh, Mitch's girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, that was her name, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm slipping. I don't know these things anymore. Anyway, <laughs> um, so if if it were to be that Jillian is a spy, who would oh, she be gosh. working for? Okay, so I think so. If I'm gonna come up with a, <laughs> a fan theory. I think that well, Jillian... Well, actually, do you want to read the description of the episode first? Sure. Don't play sure. the episode yet. I'm going to click on it and then pause it really quick. Go yeah. for it. Okay. It's a typical morning in Odyssey. Jason needs to jumpstart a car, Connie's giving relationship advice, and Jillian is late to her job at Triple J Antiques. 
But when Wit discovers an injured doctor, events are set in motion that lead to the longest day in the small town's history. <laughs> Dr. Kramer. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the crossover. We finally get the cross. It's written by Kathy. So, yeah, we can have that crossover, right? Yes. Right? No, please. anyway. So, do you have a theory? Doctor. An injured doctor? Is it Dr. Bovril? Professor? Maybe he got his doctorate. Maybe he did. Maybe Connie got her doctorate. Maybe anyone <laughs> could have gotten their doctorate. An injured doctor. Maybe it's... Oh, Maybe yeah. the chairman got his doctorate. <laughs> doctor. That's Dr. Chairman. Turns around, spikes Mr. Charles over the net. <laughs> oh, it's good to be back. <laughs> uh, we can finally make these references and actually have it make sense. Who wants cheesecake? Oh, man. I'm so confused. <laughs> but... With the uh, with these reactions, I do kind of miss Rhea, uh, who was my reaction partner for most of uh, Odyssey, most of the reactions we've done. So if if you're listening, Rhea, hi. Uh, and it's nothing personal. It's just that Ryan and I have been doing so many podcasts, and we've been talking about these episodes for quite a long time. So I wanted to have him, have him here, here to do it. So yeah, we're uh, we'll we'll figure out. Maybe we'll do a bigger group reaction for the final episode or something like that. But Ooh, that sounds fun. Anyway, did you have a theory? Okay, so Jillian starts out mainly interacting with Pullhouse and Jason. Oh, by the way, Pullhouse is dating in this episode. Well, spoilers. No, they Odyssey spoiled it like for me. Uh, I for, don't for us. care. <laughs> Neither do I. Apparently, so Molly in Fishing for Gold is his granddaughter, and Pullhouse is dating. That's th- those are spoilers that the official Odyssey Instagram page gave me. So, yay. Okay. So, if Pullhouse and Jason are the two people that she interacts with first, and I think I I don't remember that episode. It's been a long time. But which one? Um, the 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 one with Jillian. I think it's the one where she's trying to get a job. Yeah, and good she interacts jo- with Pullhouse. Good House job. Because- uh, no, that's well, that's the um, that's not what I expected. Which I yes. If you go back and listen to AI Wiki Podcast Seventeen to hear my thoughts on that one, that's how long ago this was. The, I will have to do that. Yeah, the wiki podcast was still around. Anyway. But if she is interacting with these two individuals and she is a spy in this hypothetical scenario, yeah. then that tells me she possibly has more to do with um, the Green Ring conspiracy than anything else. Because the Green hmm. Ring conspiracy would have a reason to spy on and gather information on both of those characters. Whereas the chairman only knows about Jason. And Pullhouse is just the detective in the in the in the small town, so that it seems weird to gather information on him since he was unrelated in the past. Like Wit and Jason are much bigger cookies. Okay, but the the description talks about something to prevent the death of thousands, right? Yes. Are we talking like Koflax here, or or what? Well, that was going to be the plan of the original. Of like, Gro- if it, if it were. I don't remember the name of that guy. What's Mr. Mr. Grote? Mr. Grote. Mr. Grote was going to harm hundreds, possibly thousands of people. Mm -hmm. And the Green Ring conspiracy was just interested in stealing money. So uh, the the description says. Wait, so. Oh, is that a description of the album? That's the album description. Do you see that in there? Uh, I haven't read it yet, so I'm reading through it right now threatens the future of odyssey and beyond and it says 
explosive. I, I don't see where it says anything about thousands of people. There was something on the original posting for that. Can you go ahead and read the album description? Because this might be new. Because there's sure. something. There's to something Jason when, Whitaker. It's just another morning in Odyssey. Birds chirping, warm sunshine. The only item like on his to do list is helping Connie Kendall get her car started again. But then his phone rings and everything changes. A break in at Triple J Antiques soon reveals pieces of a larger conspiracy, setting in motion a day that the town will never forget. Over the next several hours, Jason, Connie, Wit, and Jillian become entangled in a mystery that threatens the future of Odyssey and beyond. The clock is ticking toward an explosive showdown as the crew from Wit's End race to solve the heart-pounding mystery in this special six-part adventure. Ooh, okay, so there are three sentences from that that were cut from that description that are in the original. That are in the original Sneaky. description. I'm pulling it up right now. Album 73, 28 hours. The original description originally read at the end of that description. So the line of uh, pieces of a larger conspiracy, that's new. But toward the end, there were three lines before like the clock is ticking that said, um, could such a nice day really end in the start of war? Will Jason really have to sacrifice himself to prevent the death of thousands? Is anyone going to make it out of this day alive? And as Connie asks with frustration, is anyone in this town really who they say they are? And the description also says the it threatens the future of their beloved town and even the entire world. That's weird. That's why this was giving me Novacom vibes. Because Sure. Yeah. Novacom just, didn't involve the death. The thing of is the thing is, it describes war. Yeah. Which what that says right? Doesn't it say something about a war? It does, yeah, it? which is weird. Right, so I'm not and sure that doesn't what sound like Novacom's MO, like we're gonna take over everyone's minds and then make them fight each other. <laughs> My theory, based on like just this context of these descriptions, is that they discover that something in Triple J Antiques ha- maybe has been like part of a smuggling ring or like something where it's like seemingly um unsuspicious items actually contain you know money something that they're trafficking within these vases or something and this is discovered sort of in the same way as the painting like oh accident oh there's something in this painting that we didn't uh realize before mm-hmm. um but how that impacts the world in war not quite clue i'm i'm clueless i have no idea yeah well back um, in, back with red scorpion that was they were a terrorist organization and that back in blackguard that involved biological chemical warfare or like with the with the ruku virus and that sure. was involved that was going to involve war or warfare that blackguard was going to use to leverage against other countries that was his plan or part of the plan until he My th- yeah my theory is that it actually be an ideological piece of inform- information. Like they discover information about history or they discover information or like even just alleged something that happened that if that information got out, people would freak. Hmm. That means so like something, something like Tom Richter was involved in Abraham Lincoln was working with the <laughs> Russians that made that sentence made no sense, but you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, like I know. that sort of ridiculous thing that it's like that's crazy. But if it had enough evidence to it, people would freak out and they'd have to reconsider everything they ever believed. 
and well, you'd be like on team Abraham, team <laughs> team Russia. <laughs> well, yeah, and Kennedy never figured out who killed John Wilkes Booth Jr. either. Right. I don't know, something like Kathleen that. Kennedy. What? <laughs> no. no nothing. But no, yes, yes. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she she never figures anything out anyway. Anyway, um, with uh, with so yeah, with this, I I'm not. Yeah, I, I don't know where this is going. I feel like at this point we should probably just listen to see yeah. where it goes. Let's try it. Okay. So, from what it seems, I'd say Jillian shows up. See, if we're going with Jillian villain theory, Jillian shows up, sees the doctor, is like, oh, you know who I am, hits him on the head, runs off. Which is why the description says that Jillian is running late. It's not that we see it from Jillian's perspective that she's late, but that she is late from Connie, Jason, and Wit's perspective. Does that make sense? Yeah. Interesting theory. Okay. I don't know. You want to keep going? Yeah. Uh Oh wait. You can keep going. You're fine. I do I do want to bravo applaud this com this meta conversation with Jason and Connie. <laughs> very <laughs> at very. the audience. Like, yeah, because- guys, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and with like I we've reached the point, like, if we're going to receive any revelations here, I keep harping on this because I'm so excited about the possibility of it. But if if this is happening, then maybe Kathy Buchanan was like, Yeah, you weren't ever supposed to ship them anyway. But you know. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. Okay. So after scene three, I think this is um, six feet tall. Is that? That's not Jillian's height. She's she would be shorter. I doubt right? it. Uh, yeah. Why am I stuck on Jillian? I'm sorry. This is probably something we don't know. <laughs> so with with that, we don't. <laughs> what if it was Jillian in disguise on Pole House's date though? With uh. <laughs> why does everyone have to be everyone is jillian i don't know man i don't know i'm just suspicious we haven't seen her yet and uh she's not here i think you have i think you have jds jillian derangement syndrome (laughs) Uh, there's i'm trying to yeah okay well with that comment i'm I'm kidding i know i know i I hope i hope that someone's fan theory gets confirmed today i just don't know that it's gonna be that one (laughs) all right uh let's i'm spouting a lot of nonsense here so let's keep going i am i am here i'm definitely here for um mr detective pole house sounding more and more like ron swanson every day (laughs) who is who again so so Ron Ron Swanson is this character from Parks and Rec oh, who okay. he's like a libertarian who loves to eat meat and like build things with his own two hands. Mm-hmm. He's very he's he's like very mountain man kind of uh personality and Polehouse just is radiating that as he talks about <laughs> uh, her electric car uh. <laughs> <laughs> that is really a uh, mistake uh, that is a really funny trope i know there are gonna be a bunch of people who jump on odyssey for, or jump on kathy buchanan or odyssey in general for being oh they're just right wingers who hate electric cars i love electric cars i don't think they're saying electric cars are bad it's it's funny no i don't yeah. think they are either they're <laughs> saying that pole house thinks they are which is <laughs> infinitely funnier yes okay let's keep going so yeah, that's He's a misogynist. No, nah, that's a Nick quote from um, what was it? Secrets. Uh, uh no, woman. no, he said can't get my laundry done. I without know. Them. That's that's what I was gonna reference, but yeah, um, 
I, I got almost triggered, and then I remembered it was from Revelations Part 1. The the sound of Jason turning off the security cam- the like the security footage was the same as Emily stopping the audio recording on her phone. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. So it's it's just I, your I was, typical iOS um sound. Except it's not password protected. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah. neither is the shop. <laughs> this this is a lot of suspicions or a lot of suspicious activity happening here. Uh, that all centers around Jillian not doing the right thing, and I think all of the the point the pointing in the the script to the fact that Jillian is not do is is not like ha- like left I don't know there's some cash in the cash register. Um, what was it with locking up? The alarm wasn't set. Right. This is just too many things for this to be coincidental. I think there's two directions this can go. It's either gonna go. To a point where Jason's like, hmm, maybe it is Jillian. And then he's going to get suspicious of her, but then it's going to turn out it wasn't her. Or it hmm. is going to turn out that it's her. It's, it's okay. sort of like, it's it's like this double, triple, quadruple bluff that the script is providing us with. That yeah. it could be either one in yeah. my mind. I'm here for the turnaround. I'd love to, I'd love to, yeah. to see that. Anyway. I think my theory might be possibly uh, confirmed here. If a <laughs> World War One watch was stolen... That Ooh. this is like an ideological oh, right, history right. thing. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited. That's cool. <laughs> Possibly okay, so, I'm right. So it was an antique watch you said it was? What what did he say? What yeah, did he say? It was from the World, World War One, I? I think okay. is what he said. Huh. Okay. Well, let's keep going. You need to be more responsible, Jillian. I will make it up to you, I promise. Uh, Burke, you go outside and walk That doesn't the sound like back. Monica Padilla. That doesn't sound like the same actress for Jillian. Maybe it is. Is it not? I can't tell. Huh. Uh, I'll keep listening and see, but that doesn't sound like that doesn't sound like the second actress for Jillian because she was voiced by Emily. She was voiced by Emily O'Brien in her first two episodes, um, in album sixty-five, in album sixty-six with The Shame About Fame. No, sorry, with Much Ado About Jealousy, she switched to Monica Padilla. Then from after that, um, I don't think that AI Wiki has the info yet. Oh well, that good. <laughs> Did you hear me typing? <laughs> I, I can. You're sharing your screen. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Also, Sorry. how come all caps, man? Not not cool. Uh, I accidentally bumped the caps lock. <laughs> okay, keep going. Okay. Uh, I think it is still Monica Padilla. I just didn't. Yeah, it sounds enough. familiar enough. Okay. Also, Marshall Younger's back as Officer Stu Burke. Welcome back, Marshall. Yay! I mean, he wrote what I think is the greatest episode of all time just last, like, a couple months ago, so it's not that he hasn't been gone for long, so, you know, he's here. So Well, I mean, just welcome as an back, actor, because it's, all, it's six months between every release, so... True. Wait, when was the last time... Was he Officer Burke... Was the last time he was Officer Burke in, um, in Odyssey Sings? Is it that far I back? I don't remember, honestly. I think it, it might have been. Was that the... Oh, that's the singing guy? Yeah. Because uh, Shakespeare goes, I'm afraid our security was Officer right. Burke. Oh, yeah, I quacked him, didn't I? Yeah. Let's get out of here. Okay, I forgot about that name, that, yep. that character. Like, I didn't rec- put the pieces together until you did it for me, so I th- thank I think, you. I think he... So he was originally... I want him to... He was in Novacom. He's the one who takes Tom to the okay. hospital and then the, the police station. Gotcha. I want him to burst into song. 
<laughs> I am your but man that... in blue. <laughs> blue. And I'm so in love with you. Oh, yeah, Pole I House. quacked him, didn't Pole I? House. <laughs> Pole House is just like, Bert, stop it. <laughs> I'm sorry, detective. And then Martin's like, oh, not so loud, detective. <laughs> okay. Turned around. The car's coming straight at me. What? What, what are you doing? Stop! Whoa! Jason? Oh, gosh. Jason! That scared me. Whoa! Yeah, that was oh. very masterfully done. Yes, the 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 crash instant cut to hanging up on Wit side, so good. Right. Wow. Oh man, I love that. I love that so much. But I also hate it because is Jason is he okay? Dead. Is he he's okay? clearly not dead. He's tied up in the album art. Yeah, and he's but... not. He's not hurt. What one bit in but the album? We can't art. see anything outside of the door, so maybe it's purgatory. <laughs> <laughs> it's purgatory. This is my purgatory. <laughs> Being in a cabin tied up with a creepy person in a ski mask. You saw um, John's edit of the cover that I inspired him to do, right? Uh, the one with Jillian. Yes, takes uh, off the mask on there. It's me, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, Jason. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's keep going. That would actually be really interesting if, like, the twenty-eight hours are him in a coma. Oh. And he's like working out his feelings with the devil, uh, someone to watch <laughs> over me style. Ooh, that's that's really interesting. Now you did pick up on the twenty-eight hours, twenty-eight episodes of Novacom, right? That similarity. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, yeah. There are 28 episodes of Novacom, 28 hours. So, yeah. There's also 24 hours in a day and then four hours in a sixth of a day. And there are six episodes in this album. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And an album, that that word has five letters in it. And there are five episodes left to go. And five times two is ten. And seven plus three is ten. And the album number is 73. <laughs> and Morning has seven letters in it, which is one more than the number of episodes in the album. Two more than the number of episodes left to go. <laughs> I don't buy it. I don't buy, uh, what's his name, Oscar, at all. Yeah, he sounds far too c- cartoony to be real. Mm-hmm. I want to say this. this is like, we're waiting for Jason. Because, like, I mean, at some point, Jason's going to get tied up. So someone's got to be in charge of that. And this seems like a, we know he's going this direction, possibly because whatever that sound was with the register was really, like, looking up where he was going to go. Ooh, nice. Or something. Yeah. And so they waited waited for him, crashed into him intentionally with a fake ambulance prepared to load him up and take him to the hospital. Which is not the hospital. But, But it's not the hospital. Ooh, yeah, I like that. So, why do they want Jason though? Um, I don't know who they are, but if they need him first, like if they need him to identify the World War One watch, or they need him because they have a chip on their shoulder from his agent days, from his old college days options, his old college days. Hey, (laughs) remember when you uh pranked all the freshmen? Boo! Ah. I don't know. Okay. Hello. How's it going? Hey, Jillian. Oh, Miss Marshall. 
Uh, we're just checking out the alley. We'll be done. That's soon. funny because her name is Jillian Marshall, and the cop, the like, Stu Burke is played by Marshall Younger. It's funny. It is. That is funny. It, it's ah, Miss Marshall. He's like, no, it's Mister Marshall to you. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, keep going. Call me Mr. Marshall. Walks away and <laughs> sunglasses Julian over the net. <laughs> the antique shop blows up. <laughs> so I might ship Jillian and Marshall. <laughs> not Marshall. No, not Marshall. Uh, Jillian and Spindler. you want a fictional character to marry no, no, a no, real no, life person. No, I would never wish that on Marshall Younger. Never, never. He doesn't deserve that. <laughs> Someone else, maybe, so, but not him. Anyway, but... In, so, Officer Burke... Well, I mean, he, here's he, the thing. He walks up to Jillian, and he's like, Hey, Jillian, <laughs> I'm your man in blue. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, but the only reason I'm doing, I'm saying that is because Kathy's obviously writing it. Also, we only have the raps now for this episode, so... Nothing happened. Um, Wait, what? That's the it? That's I it? Think, I think that's it. But we also have a I perfect... I think we, we should also, play it just to make sure. Well, hold on, hold on. But we also have a perfect witness type of situation here with the the item that was stolen being thrown away immediately afterward. So, right. Yeah, I, there might be one more scene. So let's go ahead and listen. Jason was kidnapped. Hey. Theory confirmed. Oh, it's my fault again, The episode is still honey. going? <sighs> my head is pounding. I'm going to head home. Oh, oh, Sounds oh, good. she's going to make a call. She's going to make a call. Make a call, make a call, make a call, make a call, make a call. See? What? It's me. No. I know. Don't worry. No one's caught on yet. I've got it all under control. Ah! <laughs> See? No! Ah! no. <laughs> There's more to Jillian than meets the eye. I guess we'll have to keep listening to find out what's going on with Jillian and Eat it, Jason. Ryan. I don't know no. about you, but I'm going to keep Okay, listening. credits, credits. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus no. on the Family. No, yes. Morning was written and directed by Kathy Buchanan. Yeah, it was. With sound designed by Luke Gannot and yeah, Zach Snyder. And Luke Gannot! Zach Snyder. He's the new guy. And I'm Chris. Hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey. Okay, so Zach Snyder is a new member of the crew, so that's that's cool. Release the Schneider cut. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I... <sighs> With this, what do I do with this? <laughs> I don't even know whether to say, "Oh yeah, the the Odyssey team ex- planned to do this all along," or yeah. they're just giving in to the fans at this point. Like, no, fine, obviously, fine, she's not this dumb. All along. <laughs> so Jillian never was like it was never confirmed that she was a Christian. It was we didn't really know a lot about her backstory. She was always very mysterious. She was being played up as. Oh yeah, there could be something there. I think this was planned the whole time. Back in album 65. Which wasn't that wow. long ago. 4 years, I think. Yeah. Yeah, 28. Okay. Eh, 65 would have been 20 
Yeah, mid twenty eighteen. That's not that. Okay. That's not that far to play in all this. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> Here's my theory. Yes. Okay, we're going to go on the record here. She is not a bad guy. But she is there to what? To do what then? My theory is that she is a good guy, a good person, maybe working for like the same organization that Jason worked for. And she's just there to keep an eye on Jason since he's kind of a, a, a re- like, he stopped being an agent, but also, like, he knows things and he often gets into trouble anyway. Right. Which is why she basically got a cover working at J&J Antiques. So she, wait, you said she knows Jason? I mean... No, no, not that she knows Jason, but okay. she like so. I mean, obviously, she knows him just well, in yeah, real life, right? But she kn- she like she has a mission to keep an eye on him. Oh, okay. Um, that, or like something like that. Like my theory is because the the in her voice, I don't I don't detect any malice. I detect like certain lines that are delivered in a way that the the audience is supposed to assume malice, but she yeah. hasn't said anything actually malicious, and. Also, her MO just doesn't seem like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to solve a case about a wedding um, and, like, just overall be a very cheerful person all over town. Sure. So that I can be evil later is less interesting in my mind than she she does know that she's playing up a stupid character. She's smarter than that, but also she's not necessarily bad. Okay. I can get behind that. I can I can see that. So like maybe so sort so of in the same keep, way okay. as Penny because initially she was going to be bad too. Yeah. But okay. She was such a fan <laughs> favorite and well, just like overall a fun character. But then she was just stripped of all of her intelligence though when that happened because it was like, "Oh, she's not playing up the goofy side. She's just that goofy." Right. Which is why here I think that would be basically right. Penny reworked, but it works because, yes, she's playing up the fake uh, dumb person, but it works because she's actually smart, but also you don't have to make her a bad guy in the process. Okay, so as far as this goes, I'm trying to remember the first interaction between Jason and Jillian. I think it was when she set up her stand in front yeah. of J&J Antiques. So with that and with with Jason, so he's out of the agency, NSA. Um, I'm assuming if that's where he worked. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah. CIA, anyway, FBI, whatever it was. I, it was I think it was the NSA. So he's out of the, the agency and maybe this is somebody from the agency trying to keep tabs on him. Yeah. Which that could make like sense. Tasha. And now she's finally making this call, not because she's been making calls all the time to Soren Rydell. But rather that she just needs to let them know, hey, Jason's okay, even though he's like been in this crash. It's it's all right. We're gonna go. I'm gonna go find him. Something like that, maybe. What what were her her exact words again? It's me. I know. Don't worry. No one's caught on yet. I've got it all under control. I'm yeah, detecting that's some, some of bond. the grit. 
<laughs> or like Mission Impossible theme, which makes me think even more that she's a good guy because it's yeah. like da 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 da. It's like da 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 da. I feel like, I think this is some of the best John Campbell we've had in years. It's so good. The music. So it's underneath. not Luke. No, Luke is doing the sound design. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, Luke and oh gosh, uh, Zack Schneider. Sorry. Right? Is it or is it Zack? It's not Zack. It's not Zack Schneider, is it? Um, it's something else. It can't be. Zach, it can't be Zack Schneider. <laughs> I forget. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I I apologize. If you can make a mark for whatever time frame it is. Do I want um, to though? Do I really want to though? The light. There was like lightning, and I freaked out. Oh well, that's fine. Can I keep that in? But, sure, if you want. <laughs> We haven't had, like, a proper lightning thunderstorm in a long time. Okay. Well, that's morning. Yeah. I was impressed. I- I'm pleased with yeah. this mystery and excited to see where it goes from here. Um, I th- I had one other theory. Yes. Um, this is a long... This was before the phone call, and this was a theory that Jillian actually was the person that broke in or tied to them somehow. Yeah. Because... One way to get rid of your fingerprints on evidence would be to touch it in front of the police so that if they find fingerprints, they just assume that it's mm. from when you touched it afterwards, yeah. not not yeah. from before. So okay. my thought was like, like, it seems really on the nose, like, hmm, I wonder if they're in the dumpster. Oh, look, I found evidence in the dumpster. Like, it was very quick to the point that it reminds me of when my siblings were young and they wanted to trick me into like thinking that they didn't know something by just knowing it like that (laughs) (laughs) like yeah like maybe they they take my toy or something and they're like i don't know where it is maybe it's in here oh look it's in here (laughs) yeah that makes sense um but i don't know exactly what connection she would have though because if she's with the bad guys then that's Maybe it was a good guy who broke in, but it's the bad guys who kept, who kidnapped Jason then? I don't think we have a lot to go. I don't think this is a solvable mystery by ourselves at this point. I think this is just, yeah. we need to wait for new information and then piece it together as the scenes go on. So, yeah. Yep. Which I look forward to happening. Next time! So, is this a three-parter? <laughs> Buddy, this is a six-parter. What are you talking about? This is a six-parter? Did you I not know wait this? Like five, I have to wait like a month to figure this out? Yes. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm here for it, I guess. All right. (laughs) Well, I guess that's all we have to say about morning, right? Yeah, I think we're good to go. Okay. Well, that said, Ryan, this uh, this has been a fun reaction. I think this worked out pretty well. Uh, You want to come back for uh, afternoon? Sure do. All righty. You're listening to AIO Audio News. Yay! (laughs) 